May the precious blood of Jesus be our strength. Amen. Welcome, family of God, to the Terry and Jesse Show. Remember, this is July's month of the precious blood of Jesus. Not a coincidence that it falls between June and August. June's devoted to the sacred heart of Jesus, Amen. which bled. And August is devoted to the immaculate heart of Mary, which also bled with sorrow when she saw her son being hung. And so um, today's month, the precious blood of Jesus it should connect us. It should it should heighten our awareness of the real presence of Jesus Christ. It should give us a desire to go to Holy Communion as often as possible. Try to receive as many Holy Communions as you can before you die. That's going to have a direct effect on the rewards that you will receive in heaven. Also, I just want to mention that uh, if you like what you hear, you can support the show by sharing the full show link at vmpr.org, vmpr.org. You can also find us on social media at VMP Radio, at VMP Radio, and we got a YouTube channel. You guessed it, Full Sheen Ahead. <laughs> Share us with your friends and evangelize everybody you love. Terry, Jesse, I'm on duty. What's I'm on duty also, Jess, and I'd like to repeat Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 18 as a theme for Virgin Most Powerful Radio. That defines what we do here. The Bible says... If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you do not warn them or speak out to dissuade the wicked from their evil conduct in order to save their lives, then they shall die for their sin. But I will hold you responsible mm. for their blood. Just that's a, a powerful quote from the Bible. I just think that uh, it really does describe what you and I do. And we take a hit for that, Jess, because people oh, say, yeah. oh, you're too judgmental. We're judging the action. This is Terry, what... I've paid a price, well, just like you, yeah. in the Diocese of L.A. for, for being an Ezekiel 318 Catholic, <laughs> and I've paid a price in this diocese. That's true. Phoenix for being an Ezekiel 318 Catholic. Amen. Hey, we got great stuff today. We're going to be uh, playing a clip called A Doom to Repeat It. Doug Barry, our good friend, did a fantastic job. This is going to be really exposing what has been going on for these last couple of years, especially. We're also going to be having a, a, a guy from Texas who's a pro-lifer fighting back with these pro-life laws because there's a lot of people upset about what Texas is doing. And then, of course, we're going to be covering uh, our good friend, um, Father Broom, on the virtue of faith. This is going to be the solution and just before we begin, I just have to, I mean, you know, you always have these good to know files. It seems, yeah, I got a couple. Well, I got, these are good to have people because people, we are actually making progress. There's a Catholic school wins a lawsuit brought by homosexual teachers. You notice I didn't call gay, Jesse? Yeah, I'm gay. Know, I'm never happy. Do. No. You never do. Homosexual yeah. teacher who sought yeah. same-sex marriage. And so it went to court in Wisconsin, and uh, they found that the uh, church has a right to decide who com who comes to work and that uh, they have a moral code that they have to follow. Number one. Number two. Yes, I love this. Wisconsin sex offender will not be allowed to name changes even if they declare a trans identity. In other words, he wants to try and change his name so that he can get away with where not people following him because of his past. And then the last one, Jesse, that I think is probably uh, my favorite and this is where a Pennsylvania mom, I love when moms do this. Mm -hmm. So the mom went to the school and sued them for having sexually explicit material in the library. 
and she is doing it like a, a mama a mama bear. And I just love when more people are standing up for what's right. How about you, Jeff? This was Pen- oh, this was the Pennsylvania yeah uh, school district that she just is, she's like a she's I got fire in my belly for my children. I said that's a mama bear. How about you, Jess? Those those uh, new stories warm my heart. Yeah, of course they. Here's were. another one. The army, our woke army, unfortunately, right now they time. punished they punished a Biden critic. The U.S. Army has indefinitely suspended Lieutenant General Gary Voleski. He's a retired three-star general. Uh, And the the Army launched an investigation against him after he sarcastically commented commented on a pro-abortion tweet by First Lady Jill Biden. Mm. General Voleski, he works as a contractor advising senior military officers and other staff the tweet for which General Valesky is being punished mocked Jill by or mocked Joe Biden for accusing the Supreme Court of having stolen women's rights by overturning Roe versus Wade. Uh, and General Valesky tweeted this. He says, "Glad to see you finally know what a woman is." You know, Jess, I would not ask you this question because huh, these are good stories. Yeah. It's all if President Trump had that happen, I guarantee you they would not have the same results. And what I mean by that is everybody could could really say a lot of bad things about him when he was in the presidency. But now that Biden is there, it seems like there's two sets of rules. That's all. Absolutely, Ruben. I mean, uh, Terry, you're just you're spot on, my yeah, friend. Just it. It's what it is. Also, something else. So what did what did unelected what did unelected President Joe Biden? What did he campaign on? Unity. Remember? Yeah. Joe Biden campaigned for president as the unity candidate. Vote for me. I'll unite both both sides of the aisle. He said that he would heal the divisions, like Obama said. And he said he would defend American institutions. Well, now that he's president, uh, he and others in his administration regularly condemn their opponents as ultra-MAGA. That's a new word that he uses to define people that voted for Trump ultra MAGA and call into question the legitimacy of one of America's most central institutions, the U.S. Supreme Court. Biden said, I'm going to defend all the institutions. Guess what? Biden is questioning the ruling of the U.S. Supreme Court. The man is a hypocrite. What about red states? Red states are winning at jobs. The White House on Friday touted a new jobs report as proof that the Biden administration's policies are healing America's economic crisis. The administration did not, however, mention one key metric, the uneven unemployment rate, with conservative red states beating out liberal blue states in jobs growth. The Daily Signal reports that red states had added 341,000 jobs since February 2020, (laughs) while blue states hemorrhaged 1.3 million jobs through May. Emirates, I love it. Also, blue state blues. Yeah. The number one issue in America is, is, is the inflation. That's what everybody's talking about. That's the heartland issue of America. Oh, yeah. It isn't the January 6th committee. It isn't the war in Ukraine. No. It's also the right of parents to oversee their children's education and to control the curriculum. Joe Pollock, uh, a writer, says... He came to the conclusion after speaking to area locals during a recent trip. He says even liberal parents who want schools to provide a safe and tolerant environment for students to express their identities also 
do not want radical ideas and inappropriate materials imposed on their kids. Terry, the election is going to be on these two points. I agree. And this is where most people are, are going to sway for the conservative candidate. Well, remember, they don't they don't want a Marxist education in the United States. Number one. And number two, inflation. Everything costs more and people are hurting. Jesse, yeah, your point is you're spot on on that because look what happened to Jimmy Carter the last time inflation put its ugly head up. And that's what stopped him in his tracks. And I think it's going to happen again. Just one more thing. You got so much going. I know we're short on time, but this is another big one. The Biden administration is setting up the Justice Department task force. Guess who they want to police, Jess? They want to police the pro-life laws. <laughs> Jesse, is this microphone on? This guy is so hell-bent on killing unborn babies, he uses the full extent of the laws in the United States to stop the born, unborn uh, babies from being born. I just think it's so sad because I want to pray for his conversion because he's doing everything he can to kill unborn babies. I mean, it's like it's like he's, he's, he's just all into this. And I feel like we need to pray for his conversion. Because yeah, but as the Bible says, the way the tree bends is the way it falls. Ecclesiastics, I looked it up. Yep. Yeah, he's, uh, he's in his 80s, Terry. He's set in his ways. He's a pro-abortion monster. He's a pro-LGBT monster, and just like St. Jerome and St. Augustine say, the way a man lives is the way he's going to die. Right on. Well, let's get some gospel food in before our... our Matthew uh, chapter 11, verse 28. It's short Jesus and sweet. Said, Come to me, all you who labor and yep. are burdened, yep. and I will give you rest. Take my oak upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, yep. and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is sweet and my burden is light, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Give us a little commentary, Jess. Yes. So what's going on here? Jesus yeah. is inviting his disciples to follow and learn from him mm -hmm. as the model of perfect obedience to God the Father. Uh, and so G people all say, Jesus never quoted the Deuterocanonicals. Yes, he did. Oh, he certainly did. That, that, what he just said here in Matthew eleven twenty eight and following, yeah. it comes from Sirach fifty one. There you go. There you go. Sirach fifty one verse twenty six. Sirach fifty one verse twenty seven. He quotes directly from Sirach. Now look at the way he says that. In me you will find rest. Remember the Jews. For them, the only way you can rest on an on an earthly understanding was on the Sabbath. For them, is Saturday. That was when they, that's what Sabbath means in Hebrew. It means to rest. But Jesus is, is trying to teach the apostles, look, if there's something beyond the Jewish Saturday that's much more powerful, that's going to give you consolation and tranquility and serenity and rest, and that's the New Testament Sabbath, which we're going to experience ultimately in heaven, but you can experience it now in the New Testament Sabbath, which is, for us as Christians, as the Catechism says, Sunday. Sunday is a precursor of heaven, a foreshadow of heaven. Heaven is the eternal resting place with Jesus Christ. As I say, life is short. Eternity is forever, folks. We're looking for that. We come back. We got a clip about a brand new movie that's going to blow you away. Put your seatbelts on when we come back here on the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Hey, family, we're back. This is the Terry and Jesse Show. Our good friend Doug Berry came out with a movie yep. through his uh, BR Coalition, 
And the movie is called Doomed to Repeat It. Doug Barry is just like Terry and myself. Yep. We're, we're kindred spirits. Oh, yeah. He's a culture warrior. He's an Orthodox Catholic, okay. a faithful Catholic. Yep. He's, he's a nonstop evangelizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a patriot. He's a conservative. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, the, the, we, we've known him for 30 years. Absolutely. And, and I'm telling you, the three of us, <laughs> we have this brotherly bond. Oh, yeah. Uh, Terry, do you have the clip? Or I do. I, let's play the clip. And this is about a movie that you can see on YouTube. Uh, so let's go ahead and play it and uh, make our comments. A psychosis is a mental state of irrationality, if you will, of things not making sense. And there's a contagious nature to it. There's an old saying, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. You see these patterns again and again. When you have somebody in government saying like, now here's the new crisis, now here's this, do this, this is what you need to do. And I'm in that, in that emotional window, it's like, oh, that's reasonable, I'll do that. And they'll follow it because of the state of emotion that they're in. But neither can we be naive or foolish. We know only too well that war comes not when the forces of freedom are strong. It is when they are weak that tyrants are tempted. We simply cannot learn these lessons the hard way again without risking our destruction. Human nature never changes. We've gone through this period where strong people created good times, and good times created weak people. What's in the minds of people right now is to injure other people. This psychosis is itself infectious. It starts to spread like a contagion, like an infectious disease. But it's not a disease of the body, it's a disease of the mind. So we think we're different. We're not Russian peasants that are going to be swept away by the Bolshevik revolution. We're not refugees seduced by the ideology of the Taliban. No, we're Americans. What we've seen is, no, no, no. is it that triggers us inside that keeps us in this normalcy bias mindset we just cannot imagine that this type of evil could ever come to my neighborhood to my doorstep we can't get weak again we need a revival it's in the open all of this is in the open everybody listening to this ought to realize we don't have to be conspiracy theorists we can just report the news we stay on this path we're going to have the same problems that other societies have had. And unfortunately, I think that in the end, you know what really ends it? I don't want it to go there, but it kind of looks like we may be headed that way. Wow. Well, I just, uh, I I text him, I congratulated him for this documentary. That's he feels the Lord is calling him to move into start making documentaries. He's got a good mind. He he's he's got a he 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 knows how to connect dots. Doug is very good at that, and he knows how to basically you know, track the enemy, so to speak. So what what is he showing us right now? He's showing us that in times past we've seen regimes, brutal socialist, communist regimes. And we've seen what they've done to countries like Nazi Germany, Cuba, Argentina, 
Venezuela. We've seen North Korea. And what Doug is saying, Terry, that a lot of people, they just, they're not willing to push back. In, in other words, because the, the government, when they become rogue and they become tyrannical, they control the media, just like in the U.S. right now, Terry. Right. Most of the media is controlled by the Democrats. It's Democrat run, but not 90% of the media. And what happens? Well, Doug argues in this in this uh, doomed to repeated uh, film that he put out through BR Coalition. Yep. He says that what it does, it starts conditioning the average low information American to be to to, to, to ma- the, through mass psychosis and and to accept this national self destruction, abortion, transgenderism, medical marijuana. This is all national self destruction. And Doug put this film out. Because he sees this happening in America. What's happening in these other countries with dictators and tyrants is happening in America. The dictator today is Joe Biden and his, and, and his bully pulpit in his arm is the Democrat Party. And, and uh, Doug is basically putting this out. We have to break this, this irrational thought, this mass psychosis. We have to fight it and we have to band together and we have to resist and we have to, again... The last thing that I will say is we have to bring in, even if it costs us our life, the social kingship of Jesus Christ. Amen. And Jesse, in that movie, he shows from history what Hitler did, what all these other dictators have done. And it's interesting. Ask yourself this question. Why does it seem that everybody suddenly has lost the capacity for critical thinking, reasoning, logic, and scientific analysis? Yes. We've lost it. Or we've had doctors say, you know, we, we've, we've completely changed. It's like, you know, and, and here's another question. We're, he's making a point. Why are we encouraging discrimination against those who refuse to comply with unscientific and non-central uh, guidelines? So scientific guidelines. Why did they turn to the world into an open air prison? These are questions that Doug explains in this movie. And it's on uh, YouTube as of July 6th. That's when it was released. So I think people can watch it. And it really makes us realize that we've been duped. And this is my other comment, Jess, about the movie. I think it's going to wake up because the end of this month, Los Angeles County with 10 million people, bigger than the whole state of, of Arizona, number of people. Yep. Yeah. They're going to be. has 7 million. Right. We have 10 million in just the county. Yeah. They're all going to be put mat- there and I'll be forced to have masks put back on. And uh, I say we, we need to rebel against that and show, show the science that that's not going to work. And uh, we have to fight back because they're going to try through fear tactics to do what Doug Barry's movie is warning us will happen. And, you know, Jesse, think about this. On a worldwide basis, the COVID-19, other than Switzerland, everybody said, okay, we'll put the mask on. And here's the question I have to ask. If that was true, why did Switzerland turn out so well with uh, the COVID-19? The kids never we stopped going to school. People kept working, and they didn't get hit with the things we're dealing with with our kids right now, and also with all the suicides that we're having, overdose, uh, overdose drug addiction. I got another funeral going on as we speak in our chapel here. I mean, I'm just seeing the total chaos that this is bringing, and more people are just saying, oh, "Okay, well, if you say we have to do it, we have to do it." No, I'm saying think, use reason, intellect. Don't just go by, oh, well, if we don't do it, we'll die. And that's what Doug Berry's movie is going to show people of how in the past 
these things have done have happened and let's let's avoid it this time you know terry the left the the the, the diabolical left yeah that's, that's exactly who they're aligned with yep, satan that's right the diabolical left knows that you know we have higher faculties and lower faculties and the diabolical left knows that you know human beings overwhelmingly we're emotional creatures especially when we're in groups it's easy to get involved in group think yeah so the diabolical left what they're doing and Doug is showing this that they're trying to trick us that's right through fear yep and this way they can control vast populations like in California yep by dominating their minds with fear through their emotions because when you're afraid you're easy you're easy to manipulate so when you see billboards and marquees and commercials and and internet uh, uh, commercials and TV commercials about put on a mask there's another virus you're going to die this is exactly what they do this is how they gaslight us and this is what Doug is warning us about in his film doomed to repeat it in other words Doug Barry's saying yep he, to to help us understand the process of what we're going through right now with the with the diabolical left we have to see what's happened to some of the great great uh, countries that's right that were taken over in history by totalitarian regimes so doug is, is essentially saying in the movie at the end he says either we start fighting or they win period exactly. that's right either either they we start fighting or they win and again the best way to fight is at the local level yeah. local parish local city politics the People would win nationally and statewide when they win on the local level. Well said, Jess. Hey, I just want to, before we get the break, I want to bring Fulton Sheen into this. Full Sheen ahead. Jesse, I know last month we had devotion to the Sacred Heart, but I'm going to put it this way. Fulton Sheen's got a special writer. His name is Bishop Joseph Strickland, right? And Bishop Strickland was promoting the Sacred Heart, and Fulton Sheen saying amen to that. Here's what he, because Strickland tweeted this. He said, Devotion to the most sacred heart of Jesus. Check this prayer out, man. Lord Jesus, enlighten what's dark in me. Wow. Lord Jesus, strengthen what's weak in me. This is what we need. Yes. Lord Jesus, mend what is broken in me. Yes. Lord Jesus, bind what is bruised in me. Yes. Lord Jesus, heal what is sick in me. And lastly, Lord Jesus, revive. I love this one. Revive whatever peace and love has died in me. Just that's a prayer that I've been saying since Bishop Strickland gave it to me. And I wanted to share that with our audience. If people want a copy of that, it's on his Twitter account, Bishop Joseph Strickland's Twitter account. Terry, up next, we're going to have on the next segment, yep. uh, Daniel Rodriguez. He's a good man. He's a lay Catholic that's committed to keeping Texas pro-life amen and so he's a good lay catholic man who's uh trying to rally catholics in different cities to uh to start prayerful marches in the cities awesome to try to again just to 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 gin up the energy and to gin up people's devotion and rally the patriots and conservatives and people of faith to make sure texas stays pro-life and so this is just one of those guys you know, blue collar Catholic. I love it. You know, hand to the shovel, and he's not looking back, and he's saying, "You know what? Uh, God is calling me to uh, to keep Texas pro life." So he he's he's got a website that he uh, that he put up. It's called consecratetexas.com. I love it. Consecratetexas.com, 
And so through these through these prayer rallies that he's doing, they want to go from city to city in Texas to consecrate all these major cities to the sacred heart of Jesus. I love it. And, so th- these are these are Catholic men doing this, oh, Terry. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I got to warn them. The Biden administration and its and its uh, uh, its Justice Department is going to keep an eye on him. That's what they're saying now. And you know what? He knows that. And you know what? I'm sure when I ask him that question, Daniel will say, yeah. who cares? I'm going to put the truth out no matter what the cost is. And I, I like meeting people like that. So when we come back, we will definitely have Daniel Rodriguez tell us about what he's doing and how we can emulate what he's doing. Yeah. Folks, I just want to thank you again for all the support you're giving to Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Jess and I are moved by your love and devotion. If you'd like to become a monthly donor, just go to vmpr.org. $25 a month gets you all kinds of free downloads that we give you hundreds of dollars worth of downloads, and we'd love to do that. Stay with us, family. David Rodriguez will be with us here on Virgin Most Powerful Radio, the Terry and Jesse Show. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. We've got a Catholic warrior for Christ on with us, Daniel Rodriguez from the great state of Texas. And uh, Daniel is, uh, is marshalling the, the, the Catholics out there to make sure that Texas stays pro-life. Daniel, welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show, my friend. Daniel, can't hear you. Can't hear it right now, Mr. Engineer. Yeah. Daniel, we'll see if you're, we'll yeah. connect. Okay, it's on hand. Sorry about that. No problem. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me on, Jesse and Terry. That, that, uh, I always watch people on TV, and I'm always saying, I'm never going to do that. And there we go. Yeah, whatever <laughs> and, God and calls, are. brother. So tell hey. us about what you're doing, brother. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so we're, we're having rosary marches. And first of all, I, I don't want to take full credit for, it, for, it, for this initiative. This campaign is started by the Carlos Group Camino Real de Texas here in Texas. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is we started a campaign to consecrate Texas to the sacred heart of Jesus. Awesome. The, and the reason we're doing that is because there's so many issues that we currently have here in, um, in Texas and in America. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people out there that don't really know what, what needs to be done, yeah. but we know that something needs to be done. Amen. All the craziness, the abortion, the, the drag queen story hours, I can go down the list. Yep. But what we are not taken into our hands, literally, is that we need to have the Holy Rosary, the most powerful weapon that God has given us, as the intercession of Our Lady to start changing things. So we need to be out in the streets, marching, and we are going to ask the governor of Texas to consecrate Texas to the, the Sacred Heart. Awesome. Wow. That's so great. Tell news. us a little bit about the cities that you're, uh, that you're, where you got some confirmed marches. Yeah, so uh, thanks be to God, we have six different cities so far. We have Dallas, Fort Worth, Tyler, Waco, San Antonio, and Houston. Awesome. We're going to have those marches at 4 p.m. on Saturday, with the exception of Waco, which is going to be 9 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are continuous marches. These are going to be every single month, the second Saturday of the month awesome. at 4 p.m. And uh, we have some, like El Paso is going to be joining us next month as well. Great. Well, I wish you could promote it throughout all the country here. All the states will pick up on that. That's a good example. What's the website that you put up, uh, Daniel? Yes, so the website to contact us is all the information there is consecratetexas.com. 
any information you have, we have there. Uh, and one of the things I did want to read just real quick, sure. uh, the reason that we're doing this yeah. is inspired by an encyclical by Pope Pius XI, mm-hmm. Quas Primas. Oh, yeah. And what, is, <laughs> and what it says is, oh, yeah. when once men recognize both private and in public life that Christ is king, <laughs> society will at last receive the great blessings of real liberty, well-ordered discipline, peace and harmony. Hey, brother, Terry, are, brother, Terry, here, here. Always quote, always I want you to simple. quote it one more time for that those sentences. That is well, a powerful sentence. Go ahead, yeah. Daniel. One more <laughs> the time. The last sentence? No, what you just right. said. Okay. Repeat it. Yeah. Repeat it. When once men recognize yes. both private and in public life that Christ is king, yes. society will at last receive the great blessings of real liberty, well-ordered discipline, peace, and harmony. Well said. Yep. Daniel, I, I want to congratulate you because, again, you're just a, a typical rank-and-file uh, blue-collar Catholic, probably. I don't know. And you're just, you've seen, you're seen a problem in your state and in the country that we all love, and you're stepping up to the plate. See, that's what it's going to take to stem back the tide from the, the Great Reset and these globalists. That's right. People like you, me, Terry Barber, just simple lay Catholics yep. saying... I'm going to do something, but especially we know that this is a spiritual battle. Amen. Picking up the rosary, consecrating our state and cities through the rosary to the sacred heart of Jesus. That, that's about as powerful as you can get. I, I, I tip my hat off to you, my friend. Amen. Thank Tell you. All, about- all praise be to God and to uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Without her and without him, I wouldn't have the strength uh, for the initiative to do this. Awesome. I can imagine. Let me ask you a question. Uh, obviously, this is all lay run, correct? That's correct, yes. Yeah. We are asking priests and bishops to participate, but it is a lay run uh, a movement. Yeah, as well as well it should be, because yeah. uh, as, as the church teaches that it's, a, it's, it's the Catholic, lay Catholic, that's called to sanctify the temporal order. That means the streets. That means the public square. So you're doing yes, exactly sir. what we should be doing as lay Catholics. Let me ask you another country... Let's say there's other Texans that are listening to the show right now, and, and they're in different parts of, of Texas, and maybe their yeah. cities are not participating in this prayer rally. What would you ask other Texans that are listening to the program right now, or other people in the country on these right. on these dates? Because the dates are on your website, uh, ConsecrateTexas.com, ConsecrateTexas.com, so people can see the dates you're going to do, the, the consecrations in these cities. What can people in Texas and other parts of the country do to, to participate spiritually with you guys. So if you go to consecratetexas.com, there's a link called Prayers, which has the devotions to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. It includes praying the litany to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, as well as uh, doing the act of consecration to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Uh, all the information is there. If you can't participate in the rosary rallies, please, uh, rosary marches, please pray for us. And if you're in your city in Texas that does not have a uh, rosary march right now, contact me and we'll add you to the list. We can walk you through everything that is needed for you to do the marches. It's as simple as just bringing your rosaries, rattling them, and walking through the political, the economic, the judicial, and uh, the municipal uh, powers uh, in that city. So all we have to do is just walk around and bring the Holy Rosary to the people. Daniel, I have to commend you also. Fulton Sheen said, who's going to save the church? It's the lay people. But I have to ask you this question because, you know, any good that we do comes from God. We thank him for it. 
on the topic of your own personal faith as a Catholic, what made you commit your life to Jesus Christ? Mm. Well, I, actually, I'm a convert. Tell so us, tell us. I want to hear th- it. Wow. Th- <laughs> thanks be to God. I had, my baptism was in 2015, mm-hmm. April 4th, 2015. Wow. Uh, and that, I, I think, it, it was kind of a process, right? Yes. Uh, when I converted, it was what I tell everybody, a road to Damascus moment. <laughs> so I converted in a second. I, I turned to my wife and I asked her, how do I become Catholic? Wow. And all the blessings that uh, God has given me. Yes. I Before I converted and after. Yes. Um, so as I started becoming more Catholic, I realized that being a Catholic is not a jacket that you put on and you take off Amen. whenever it's convenient or whatever you step out of church. Well said. Being a Catholic is in every aspect of our life, whether it's political, whether it's work, whether it's family, you everything. So uh, when I started seeing everything that was going on, again, uh, I prayed on it, and I saw that, yes, voting might, might be a solution. Uh, some of the things might be a solution, but one thing that we're, we're ignoring is the Holy Rosary. Uh, the Holy Rosary has changed the lives of many saints, of many lay people, including myself. Yep. So let's bring it out there. Let's let's. I love it. It's the most powerful weapon. That's Why right. would we turn our back on that? Right. Uh, so it's yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. By, by, by the way, uh, Daniel, good things are as a result of so many praying, you know, praying people in Texas like yourself. Yep. And there's even praying Protestants, you know, people of Protestants of goodwill. Absolutely. That are also prayer warriors as, as well. Uh, you can see that a lot of fruit is is bearing in Texas. You know, for example, you guys just got Congressman Myra Flores. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a yes. big boon to Texas. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, you got you got Governor Abbott that's constantly standing up up to Biden. <laughs> uh, that, that's yes, a result of everybody's prayers. Yes. Uh, you know, you got some good you got some good people out there in Texas, and that's uh, that's that uh, it's a credit to, to the prayers of so many Catholic Protestants out there. Absolutely. That are people of faith and patriots. So, uh, Daniel, uh, tell the audience one more time how we can participate with you, because if we don't live in Dallas and Fort Worth and Tyler and Waco, we don't live in Texas. So, how can somebody in Phoenix, Arizona, say I like what these guys are doing and stuff? I want to, I want to set this Saturday aside for an hour and I want to pray with these guys. So, how can they do it from around the country? Walk us through. Absolutely, sir. And I just want to add that this is, we're inviting all Christians to participate. It's not a classic exclusive. So all Christians that want to pray for this state and for this country, you're more than welcome to participate. Go to consecratetexas.com. There's all the information is there as well as locations, the reasoning, any frequently asked questions. And we also have the prayers, the devotion to the Sacred Heart, so you guys can participate. And please, at the same time, if possible, please pray for us. And if you want to do this in your own state, if you're in Arizona, if you're in Florida, if you're wherever, and the, and you want to do the same thing, feel free to give us, an, uh, uh, just shoot us an email. The email is on the website, Carlos, uh, Texas at protonmail.com and we'll send you all the information all the tools that you need to get this started in your own localities awesome all right i'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna be serious with you daniel sure. i got an article sure. here the biden administration is setting up a justice department task force to police and challenge pro-life laws and folks like you uh does that intimidate you at all no because uh we're under we're under the mantle of our lady i love it and, and 
<laughs> and these these people they 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 suffer the same thing that Satan suffered, right? The the sin of pride. Yes. Amen. So they think they're overpowerful. You nailed And it. I hope that the faithful out there can take one thing away from this conversation is that they're not more powerful than Our Lady. Amen. They're not more powerful than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. So all we have to do is just stand up to them and they'll whittle. Daniel, I like I your you. style, brother. Keep doing what you're Thank doing you, and we'd we'll, love to promote you again and what you guys are doing. And please, God... God will bless this apostolic work. Keep I got a couple of good friends out there in Texas that have uh, big audiences on their podcast. So I'm going to try to get you on their shows because uh, they're Perfect. they're fellow Texans. So I'm going to make a phone call uh, once the show is done. Amen. I, need to get, I need to get you on their shows as well. Also, have you tried to get on Guadalupe Radio in Texas or Radio Guadalupe? Yeah, I, I yep, I was on Guadalupe Radio uh, a couple of weeks ago when we did the first Rosary yes. March, which was in Dallas. For June. Yeah, I, they, I, I, I knew they would have you on. There's oh, yeah. there, some good people. So uh, Armstrong. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're doing. The, you're, uh, you're hitting the right places, brother. And I'll try to open some more doors for you. Terry, you got a question? For no, me? I just want to say God bless you, brother. It should inspire all Thank of you. us listening to get involved in the fight, the spiritual fight for the salvation of souls. Remember, Sheen said it this way: If souls are saved, everything is saved. If souls yes, are not saved, nothing is saved. And your work you're doing there, David, in getting a rosary in the hands of people and praying that rosary for our country and for the conversion of America, outstanding. May God richly bless you. Folks, when we come back, we got more on the Terry and Jesse show on Virgin Most Powerful. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-526. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. A little catechesis catechesis with Father Edward Broom, (laughs) a holy priest in the Diocese of Los Angeles. He's an oblate of the Virgin Mary, so he's a a religious, he's a good man. Go ahead, Jess. So he says, what is the virtue of faith? Yeah. It is a theological virtue that unites us with God in whom we believe, in who he is, and in what he says through the word of God, through the magisterium, and the person of Peter, who is the Pope. A shorter definition of the virtue of faith, indeed easier to memorize, is, as it says in Hebrews 11.6, faith is believing in God without seeing him. Faith together with hope and charity are infused within our souls in the moment of baptism. And that's nothing that we do, it's all God. However, Like a tiny seed planted in the ground, it must be cultivated, otherwise it can wither and die. And that's what happens to many Catholics. That's why they are now lukewarm Catholics. A very graphic Bible verse worthy of deep meditation, or better yet, contemplation, is St. Peter walking on the water, sinking, and then being lifted up by the hand of Jesus in Matthew 14, 22. One of the principal reasons why Peter actually sank in the waves was he was he lifted his eyes from the he lifted his eyes from the eyes of Jesus to look at the waves. This can be applied to all of us. When we fix our gaze into the loving eyes of Jesus, then our faith as well as our hope remain firmly rooted, anchored However, once the worldly values lure us into the wrong direction and actually seduce us, then we, like Simon Peter, start to falter in our faith and actually sink in the waves of our own selfishness. 
Therefore, we may make a firm commitment and fight to be strong in the faith by striving to have Jesus always present to us in all times and places. As the Greek poet expressed, quoted by St. Paul in Acts 17.28, quote, In Him, that's God, we live and move and have our being. So what are the major obstacles to faith in the modern world? Well, we'll go through a couple of, of, of bullets here, yep. and we'll talk about the, the obstacles to faith in the modern world. There's many, but Father Broom highlights just a few. So, Terry, what's number one? N- number one, I love it. He's spot on. Lack of formation in the faith. Jesse, that is so powerful. So many people don't know squat. That's about the most this. important one, Terry. It really is. He says, often many have a very weak faith because their parents never made a concerted effort to teach and live the faith of their children. Parents must be the first teachers of the faith. That's what the church teaches. They promise this on the day of their child's baptism. They should teach their children both by, here comes, word and example. Number two, Jess. Let me just make a comment on that. That's huge. That one right yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, that's, Father, Rip, Father Ripperger says that every case of possession that he's gotten in 15 years, yeah. he says this is, this is the number one p- reason why people get possessed. Mm-hmm. They don't know their faith. Yeah, they're open. They get open to demonic there stuff. There you yeah. go. If, if you don't know your faith, remember what St. Paul calls faith in Ephesians 6. He calls it the shield. Yeah. If faith is a shield... If you don't know your faith, guess what? You're in a war without a shield. And the enemy is firing arrows at you without a shield. You're going to get hit. Father Ripperger says this is the reason number one for demonic possession in the United States. People don't know their faith. Well, number two. Yep. Makes sense, right, Terry? Oh, spot on. Yeah. Uh, Lack of lack of permanent formation. As in the life of any professional, a permanent process of formation is demanded. Doctors, lawyers, teachers, writers, priests all must be constantly updating and upgrading their practice and profession. If not, they can lose their job. Likewise, as followers of Christ, our formation process should be perpetual. Up until the day the Lord calls us, we can never get to know and love God enough. In other words, uh, the Catholic faith is not just something that we do one hour on Sunday. The Catholic faith is Pope Benedict said, it's a way of life. You got it. Number three, distractions of worldliness. Oh, boy. Today, there are many worldly distractions that can pull us off from the straight and narrow path that leads to salvation. Jesus says the path that leads to perdition is wide and spacious, and many choose that path, whereas the path that leads to salvation is narrow, and there are few who find it and follow it. Jesse, that's one of the uh, quotes of scripture that many people do not want to use because it's not politically correct in the atmosphere we're in right now. Yeah, everybody wants to believe that. Dare we hope that all men will be yeah, saved? That's, I mean, that's BS. No, that's right. That's that's cow dung. Yep. Because when you look at Jesus Christ, who's the master teacher, he says four times in the Gospels. Yep. He says very few people are going to get to heaven. I didn't say it; he said it. Yep. And I just that's why I just tell people: make sure you're one of those few. Yep. Number four priorities. Also, without a serious cultivation of our faith, other things become our priority over God. However, our God is a jealous God who will take second place to no person, place, or thing. Number five. Well, well said. 
This is another big one. Whatever happened to sin? He says, sin. Finally, one of the major obstacles towards growing in faith would be sin. If we give in to sin and allow sin to be our master, then our faith will diminish, whereas we'll dry up and perish. Then we actually become slaves to our sinful desires and our passions. By the way, our prisons are full of men that have given over to their sinful desires and passions. That's what prison is, Terry. It's a place to warehouse men who have no control of their lower faculties. Well said. And, you know, that's why one of the saints, St. Louis de Montfort, says, if you pray the rosary, you will be saved. If you don't, you'll be damned. Now, let us move into the opposite direction and respond to how we bolster our faith. And we and be the means by which others will come back to the faith and grow in their faith and become apostles like us, bringing others back to the faith. That's the thing that I think is so important when it comes to evangelization. We need to be evangelized to go out and evangelize others. Next yeah, so he, he gives us five points on, on how we can evangelize others. Five points. So here's point number one. Huge. Father Edward Broom gives us. Yep. Pray. Prayer. Every time we pray, we're growing in our faith. Actually, prayers enact the faith because we are praying to a God whom we do not see. Servant of God, Father John Harden, made this observation with respect to faith. He said he noticed that most of those who had the faith and lost it did so due to little prayer or the total abandoning of prayer. Yep. Therefore, let us make a strong decision and concerted effort to strive to grow in prayer every day. Jesse, St. Alphonsus Liguori, doctor of the church, says if one prays, one will be saved. If one doesn't, one will not be saved. So that's Think about how many people don't pray in America. Think about how many Catholics don't pray, Terry. Yeah, well, and again, it's not me. It's the church. It's the saints. Number two, yeah. this is huge, Jesse. You're always talking about solid scriptural reading. You're always saying, read your Bible. Saints have been converted by reading. In the case of St. Ignatius of Loyola, who read the lives of the saints... At Manresa, I'll remember that reading that story. The saints, in his injury in the Battle of Pamphylia, Ignatius exclaimed, If Francis can do it, I can do it. If Dominic can do it, then I can do it. I love that attitude. Hmm. Why not decide to bolster your faith on a daily basis by applying, by applying ourselves to good spiritual reading? You might even start to read the lives of the saints. Then indeed were the heroes of God, men and women of extraordinary faith. I always say this, Jess, what you, you read is who you are. Amen. Yeah, because that's what you're put, putting in your mind. St. Thomas says that everything that you read in this lifetime, yeah. that's you know pure and good and lovely yeah. and, and yeah. wholesome, you're going to have full recall in heaven of everything that you've read in this Incredible. lifetime. Incredible. Yeah, full recall. That's amazing. Just like, yeah, just like a computer. Uh Number three, accept trials like Simon Peter. When God sends you some trial or tribulation, then why not accept it and call out like Simon Peter who was sinking in the waves, Lord, save me. Jesus did save him and at the same time gently rebuked him with his words, O man of little faith. God actually sends you trials to strengthen your faith like Job in the Old Testament and Peter in the New Testament. Well, real quick, number four, the Eucharistic bread of life. It must be said that frequent, worthy, as well as fervent reception of the Holy Eucharist, the bread of life, is by far one of the most powerful means to grow in our faith. And I, I, I will just say this, Jesse. Hit number five real quick because we're going to run out of time. Share your faith with others. It's interesting to note that when we share material things, we end up with, with the greater poverty. Yep. Not so with spiritual gifts and treasures. The contrary is so. 
the more we give and share our faith with others, yep. the more we enrich our own faith. Amen. Therefore, be open to opportunities that God places in your path, persons that you can share your faith with. Many do not have faith and, and, and may never have faith for this simple reason. No one has been ready and willing to share their faith with them. As the prophet Isaiah expresses in Isaiah 52, 7, Blessed are the feet that bring the good news. And the last words of our Lord Jesus Christ as he ascended into heaven were, Go out into all nations and teach all that I have taught you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Behold, I will be with you always until the end of the world. Matthew 28, 20. Indeed, to be a follower of Christ is to be a missionary, always looking for times, places, and circumstances to share the good news of salvation. May Our Lady who said yes to God in the Annunciation and then went in haste to visit her cousin Elizabeth so as to bring the good news to her, be our inspiration to know our faith, love our faith, grow in our faith, and be zealous to share our faith with the whole world. Thank you, Father Broom. Absolutely. And then I'm going to quote Pope Benedict XVI. He said, There's nothing more beautiful than to be surprised by the gospel, by the encounter with Jesus Christ. There's nothing more beautiful than to know him and to speak to others of our friendship with him. That's what we do here at Virgin Most Powerful. That's why we want to animate our listeners to say, get out there and spread the faith, because just life is short and eternity is forever. You know, Terry, when we say spread the faith, we're saying the faith is who? It's the person of Christ. Exactly. Every, everything that emanates from Jesus. Exactly. You know, the, the faith is more than a creed. It's more than a book. It's That's more right. than, a, you know, a, a, a doctrinal paragraph. The faith, our faith is in a person, the Son of God, who loves me and died for me, yep. and who's coming back. And our goal is to spread the social kingship of Christ so that every heart and every nation can enshrine Jesus Christ smack dab in the center of their hearts. Amen. I want to thank you for letting us share in, with you in your living room, with your home, and wherever you're listening. And please share this message with others because this is not a message about Jesse Romero or Terry Barber. This is a message about Jesus Christ, true God, and true man. And that's who we want to share with you every day here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. I want to remind you, Our Lady said it, souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. Offer your sacrifices for the salvation of souls. Jess, final statement. What state should we be living in, brother? Let's live and die in a state of sanctifying grace. Do not live in a state of mortal sin. Get the confession as soon as possible if you're not right with God. And remember, be holy or die trying. You only live once. Amen. Amen.